0: Welcome to the King's Anywhere podcast, inspirational teaching wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whenever you're ready. Good morning. Um, Today we're going to be carrying on with the topic on the Holy Spirit. And we're going to be thinking about um, this term, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Now, for for me personally, I've been part of church um, most of my life. And I had a big gap in the middle um, where I kind of had turned my back on God, where I wasn't part of church. And um, this idea of fellowship is really about doing church, okay, and how we do it, why we do it. And while I wasn't part of a church and while I wasn't following Jesus, um, I had some pretty negative views of what church was. And when I started to follow Jesus again, I had to go on a bit of a journey to think about um, why I should bother with other Christians so can I just have a faith just for me Um, why is it important to be in community why is it important to be part of church and during my journey of kind of discovery in this I've actually come to a place of being really passionate for church and really believing that this is This is the heart of God um, for us and for the world. And so actually the church is part of God's mission to the world. It's how he makes um, the gospel present for people and how we get to be part of seeing the power of God work on this earth. And it's really exciting and it can be really hard. And so what we're going to be looking at today is really thinking about how the Holy Spirit has been given for us to be a radical, powerful community for the world Um, and how the Holy Spirit is given to move in us and through us. And uh, it's just a really important topic. And so we've only got a short time today. And I would really encourage you that if this is a question you've got about why we do church, just Engage with it, think about it, read the Bible, read these passages again, and really think about why Jesus asked us to to come together and be unified, and then thinking about this gift of the Holy Spirit. Um, But I want to start off by um, looking at a scripture, which actually is about marriage, um, but it gives us a little picture, just at the start, to think about how Jesus intends church to be. So I'm zooming off to the corner and we're going to move into this one. So the scripture is from Ephesians, um, verses 25 to 27. Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ loved the church, and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word, and to present her to himself as a radiant church, without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish but holy and blameless. Now I find this a really powerful scripture um, for marriage but also to think about our identity as the church and to be loved by Jesus and the purpose we are together, the purpose we have this fellowship together is we're being made holy, we're being made radiant and I love this imagery I love this picture and because it it puts us in context of the cross we're in the context of the power that the cross has for us so because of the sacrifice that Christ made because of his love for us we get to be made holy we get to be made without wrinkle or blemish without stain we get to be made radiant um, and I it's just beautiful and so I really wanted to give that picture right at the start because that is who God has made us to be and if we do not feel that right now if we don't sit here and think wow we are a radiant church we are holy and um, then let's explore how Jesus uh, has designed for us to get to that place and um, because we don't have to do it ourselves it's not about us it's all about him So let's have a little look at the next scripture. This is from Acts 2. I'm going to whiz to the other side. There we go. So Acts 2 says, they devoted themselves to the apostles teaching. Oh, just to put this in context, this is following Pentecost. So Jesus has died, he's risen again, risen again. He has shown himself to hundreds of people, And he's now ascended back up to be with the Father. And so the followers of Jesus were together and the Holy Spirit fell on them, just as Jesus had said. And um, powerful, powerful outworkings of the Holy Spirit. Um, And so this is what happened following that incredible outpouring. Says They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread praising God and enjoying the favour of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. An incredible passage. So we're just going to, we're going to sort of break it down and have a little look at what actually, what is this telling us? Because this is the early church. This is the first time we get to hear about how church is being done after Jesus has ascended and they're actually now operating in the power of the Holy Spirit. So this is part of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. It's how they then came together and chose to live their lives following Jesus. So, And that's what we want, right? We want to be following Jesus together. So let's see what this is all about. So the first thing is they were devoted. Now, devoted is more than just, oh, yeah, I'll do this when it's easy. When you're devoted to something, it comes first. It comes above other items in your life. OK, so um, I'm devoted to my children. And so their needs come above all kinds of other things. Um, And, you know, especially when they were younger and their demands were much more urgent for things like food. And so often because I'm devoted to my children, I would um, be making sure that i would made their food and that they were getting their dinner. And often at the end of the day, I go, oh, my gosh, I forgot to eat. (laughs) Um, So it's even like basic, simple things. Devotion to something. It's really high level so the early church were devoted to the teaching so they wanted to develop their understanding this is not um this is not sort of an ignorant blind faith we want to know more about God who is God how can I know him more how can I share him more how can I get a greater understanding they devoted themselves to fellowship so that's more than just um you know, coming together in a celebration and saying hi everybody. Fellowship is doing life together, it's being part of each other's circles. Um, and that doesn't mean that it's the same sort of level of intimacy for everybody in your church, in your local church. Um, but fellowship means that there is an openness in your life to other two other believers. We're doing this together, we're not on our own. It's actually quite encouraging, really. Um to breaking of bread. Now, this is a really important one because when we break bread together, we are together remembering the power of the cross. And it's a great opportunity to minister to each other, to stand on the promise of healing and change that, that the cross makes in our lives. So breaking of bread is really, really significant. And we've had teaching um, a little while ago on the breaking of bread. And if if you want to know more, please go back and listen to those other, um, those other preachers on that. And they also devoted themselves to prayer. So this is a reminder that all of this is about our relationship with God and we need to make time to talk to God together. Um, it's really, really special when when we come together, we pray and we hear God's voice together. It brings confirmation, it brings clarity and accountability. Um, so prayer is important privately, but also collectively, really, really important. And these are the key areas that the early church devoted themselves to. So moving on, I'm going to slide over here. So what was their response to these? um, this devotion to these, these things? First of all, it says in that passage we read from Acts 2, that they were filled with awe. Now, I really believe that there can be some really significant, special moments where God does something miraculous and you can suddenly be filled with this. Oh, wow. God is incredible. He's so powerful. He's beyond our expectations. Sometimes it's those little revelations. Maybe it can be when you're reading the Bible. So maybe it was the teaching. Um, where sometimes, you know, the Holy Spirit just brings clarity, brings a deeper understanding of the Word of God. Suddenly you're just filled with that awe again. You know, we need to lift our eyes above our natural c- circumstances and be filled with awe, knowing our Father God, the Creator God, the one who loves us, created us, and has a plan and a purpose to bring salvation. We should be filled with awe. And it also led to them sharing possessions and having a generosity of spirit Um, and I love this picture here of sharing of ice cream I mean that's got to be love right there Um, but there was a significance there was an urgency to share God with people around them and that again came above the need to have any sort of luxury or extravagance. Now, I do believe that God blesses us. Um, he blesses us sometimes financially or sometimes with people or whatever it might be. Having money isn't an issue. It's when we love money and put that above um, the gospel, above God. And that That's the issue. And the issue here was that people said, you know what, I'm going to sell this because I can see a brother or a sister in the church who has need, And we shouldn't be in need. Um, And I see that so often across kings where people make sacrifices for each other. And it's a beautiful blessing. And it speaks more than just the practical needs. It speaks of the heart of God for us. You know, and it's the ultimate price that Christ paid for us and that generosity. And so as we draw close to God, that heart of love, um, our, our hearts begin to get stirred with that same love. Um, so a real significant countercultural moment going on here. And then they, it emphasizes here, that they met publicly. Now, talks here about this temple. So they would they would meet in the public sphere. And I've got here a, another picture of um, a wedding party, because I was really struck by the idea that in our culture today, we don't have the same... Um, types of public meeting spaces that they did in this era but we do have public spaces and as families and extended families we often meet in we meet up at parties weddings and um, just get togethers and that is normal we might all meet up and go to the pictures together we might all meet up and whatever you know what I'm getting at here. It is normal and natural in our society to have big gatherings um, where it might be extended families. It might be friends and, and relatives, you know, of friends um, and you all get together and it's a celebration. And it's it's amazing. You know, some sometimes I like I remember my brother's wedding and I didn't know half the people there because he lives in London. But it was such a great atmosphere and everybody was mixing and chatting and, you um, And yeah, that was a significant, um, big celebration. And here we can see early church emphasising we need to keep those big spaces um, because in the Bible, we can see that it was when they met publicly that we saw there was an opportunity to bring healings, to bring teachings to the wider um, community. So we must keep that. And when we meet in the celebration on a Sunday at the pyramid or in our bases, they are they are the opportunity for this um, public space gathering. And then meeting in homes. Meeting in homes was so important in that culture, and it is today again, isn't it? I mean, I love sitting around our dinner table and eating food with our family, even if it's just us, um, or just maybe one or two others, maybe the school friends come around and have dinner. There's something really special about sharing food. Um, across a table and in the early church they would meet in homes and again slightly different way of doing it and um, slightly different actual building structure and how they did this this home meeting but it's about that intimate space and being able to share Jesus with each other um in a very real way so I put here I hope I'm not making anybody dizzy and that home-based ministry was so common that throughout the book of acts every mention of a local church or church meeting whether it's for worship or fellowship is a reference to a church meeting in a home so every single time so that is so important and the real challenge here is are we open to using our homes are we are we open to have people in our neighbors in and to be using that as a space to share the word of god Um, because that's what they did And the whole point of this is discipleship. Okay, so just a reminder, because we've talked a lot about discipleship in the past, is discipleship is a process, okay? And it can start before anybody's even heard about Jesus and it continues, we're all disciples making disciples. But mission is about introducing people to Jesus and then discipleship is the following of Jesus. It's that process. And church is a community of people who are following Jesus together. And that's why we say we are disciples making disciples. We're in this together, no matter what your role is, no matter what you're doing and whatever your capacity is, we are in this together. We are a team learning together how to follow Jesus and how to share him with others. And the important thing is here, we don't need to actually be carbon copies of each other. We just have to be committed to each other and we have to be committed to the meeting together meeting in homes meeting in big spaces be, being having that devotion to the teaching and um, it's just it's powerful and it's life-changing um, and this is part of the discipleship journey now the Holy Spirit is absolutely central here because we know don't wait that we are we're pretty flawed and often when we're in a group of people who um who we just all click with everything can feel so natural and easy and comfortable and it can almost feel like we just want to keep it like that we just it would be quite nice and cozy if all we needed to do was just in my own strength just be with my friends the people i feel comfortable with and share jesus together that's lovely and i think there's definitely you know time for that But what is being highlighted here is the Holy Spirit is at work in our lives to love and share with people, all people. Okay, so if we go back to this scripture, it says all believers were together and had everything in common. The idea is the Holy Spirit was poured out on all believers and all believers were impacted by this in the way that they did church. And it also says that they gave and shared to anyone who has need. So everybody was included in this. And I just want to bring some challenge today that as we are open for the Holy Spirit to move in our lives, are we open to share that with anybody? Are there particular neighbours? that maybe we would rather not open our house to? Have you considered sharing the gospel with them, seeing whether or not they have an openness um, to that that word, to that gospel? And if so, would you be willing to open up your home and open up your friendship group to those people? Because do you know what? God loves them. God loves them so much. Um, So I just want to encourage you today that all of this, all of this fellowship, all this community has done starting off thinking about who is God what has Jesus done for me for me and how has the how am I welcoming the Holy Spirit into my life to empower me to live this way so I just want to pray for us Lord God I just thank you so much for who you are God I thank you for Jesus thank you for the power of the cross and the gift of the Holy Spirit and Lord God I just thank you for the church God I thank you for the church in Warrington and the church all around the world Lord, that we are unified and that you are making us holy. God, you are making us to be radiant. And Holy Spirit, I just ask right now that for everybody listening to this, Lord, that you would prompt us by your Spirit in our hearts and let us know, Lord God, what you would like us um, to to re- how you would like us to respond, Lord God. Whether it's about devotion to teaching, whether it's about engaging in those big spaces or home home situations or just having an openness to our neighbours. Oh God, I thank you that in all these ways you walk with us and you have so much grace and love. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this message. To find out more about King's Church Warrington, visit our website or find us on Facebook and Instagram.